um, where are you from? Uh, actually, I grew up in Fort Dodge. And um, you asked me where, I, where am I from. I grew up in Fort Dodge, uh, which is getting pounded right now, by the way, <laughs> with the blizzard that's coming yeah. out. And, uh, but I went to school at UI. And then I went to grad school. I did go to Carolina grad school, so that was not part of the lie. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, I stayed and worked there and lived there for many years. But I saw the light and I moved back to Iowa City four years ago, five years ago. And I'm really happy I did. I love and it you like here. Yeah. Um, did you, so you like, you said you were an inter a field interviewer mm -hmm. for a while. And do you like yeah, that a lot? Um, actually, I uh, stumbled upon uh, that sort of uh, gig and that uh, industry back in 2010 because I signed up for the census and I did enumeration mm -hmm. and then did some other stuff for them. And then I found out that there's all these companies uh, and there's a, a, about a half dozen big national companies that conduct a lot of the research in, in education, health, uh, labor, employment, finances that, you know, every once in a while you'll be watching the news and they'll, uh, you know, talk about a certain study or something from NRC, the University of Chicago or West Ham. Uh, I went to work for those folks and for most of the past 10 years, again, until COVID-19 kind of shut things down, uh, would uh, uh, sign up for part-time temporary gigs for these projects. And then I would go out and interview folks uh, that would normally not know we're showing up at their door and we would mm -hmm. have to try and convince them and recruit them to participate. And it was, uh, it was interesting work uh, for sure. So yeah, I yeah. mostly uh, interviewed folks and then also occasionally would list and do other uh, things associated with uh, conducting that sort of research and, and collect other field data and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. That's interesting. Yeah. And then I see you have a puzzle by you. What do you like to do in your free time? Uh, well, that's one of the things I've started to do since COVID-19 was jigsaw puzzles. But uh, I love to read uh, and uh, I dabble in documentary uh, video type stuff. Do some of that. Um, what else? I've, uh, uh, I'm trying to stay in shape and getting back in shape because I'm hoping to ride Ragbri. This summer, I was going to do oh, it last summer, but it got canceled. Um, and I've got yeah. a friend that's going to do it with me, which is even better. Um, so, but I got inspired by a gentleman that is even older than I am that wrote it in, uh, in 2019. And I said, if Charlie can do it, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so those are yeah. some of the things I do. Yeah, I was just going to say that kind of reminds me of my grandpa. He loves riding his bike. And he, yeah, he rides more than I probably could. So, I don't know. It's do you great ride exercise. Your free time? Yeah. It is. And here in Iowa City and the surrounding area, there's all kinds of really nice bike trails and places yes. to bike. And it's yeah. it's mostly flat, which I like. Uh, yeah. Back in Carolina, uh, lots of rolling hills and whatnot. <laughs> it's okay when it's flat and you're going downhill. The the uphill is always the bad time. Mm -hmm. Do you live near any trails? Yeah, actually, I live uh, right near the High V at Lantern Park in Coralville, so I'm just like a half mile from uh, Clear Creek and some of those trails that connect uh, to other trails. So, yeah, 
And then I often uh, ride down uh, either Fifth Street or uh, the Strip and then connect with some of the Iowa City River trails that are down there along the river uh, that are just really nice, too. Mm-hmm. And have you ridden Rag Ride before? Did you say? No, I've not. I've had a couple friends that have ridden, and they mm-hmm. uh, they enjoyed it. So I'm going to challenge some other friends yeah. to see if I can get a, a big group going. Actually, it's going through my hometown of Fort Dodge. That's the other reason mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool to do it this year. Yeah, it can be easier with friends to motivate you, I'm sure. Yes. But or for you to motivate them too. Um, but yeah, um, have you always li- like, have you liked learning a lot? Do you like learning too? Oh, I do. And I think there's so many cool. uh, ways and places to learn. Uh, I'm into learning. I'm into, I-, I love school. And actually I would have gotten more degrees along the way if I could have, but it doesn't pay very well when you're in school <laughs> and you got to pay. Yeah. But no, yeah. And I think, you know, especially in this day and age with continuing education and now with the Internet and all of the ways in which you can sign up for, uh, you know, continuing education in different ways um, to be even more learned and, you know, learn skills and whatnot. It's just it's great. Mm -hmm. And how was your college application process? Was that (laughs) I suspect it was probably a lot easier and less stressful than yours okay uh, back yeah then, I was just... back then i i really only i only applied to three schools and it was easy and i wasn't even though i was a pretty good student and i could have gotten into better private schools i didn't i didn't want to pay it plus my parents they were going to pay it so all i did was i applied to iowa iowa state and creighton and it was it was mm-hmm. pretty simple I, you know i took the act uh, I think it was like maybe 10 bucks to, for an application. Well, what is it now? It's probably like 50 bucks to apply to school. I, I have no idea. I know it's not cheap these days, but so it, it was pretty easy and straightforward. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm only asking cause I'm right about at that time. So, oh, okay. So oh uh, yeah. Um, tell me you're still in high school then and you're, yeah, I'm a junior. Oh, okay. All right. I did not know. So you're getting ready to apply? Is that it? Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, well, I'm getting ready to start looking at stuff, but not necessarily to apply yet, I guess. But I don't know. It's very overwhelming. I just wondered what, what it was like for you in high school. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was easy for me. It was straightforward because I, I grew up being a Hawk fan and my older sister had gone so we, we, we started to visit Iowa City when I was in high school, and I had mm-hmm. other friends that went. So I just wanted to, to go to Iowa City. And I know it's different for yeah. you folks, somebody that grows up here in Iowa City. You probably want to go somewhere else, possibly. Yeah. Um, and that's okay, too, for sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was it was easy, straightforward decision for me. And did you always – were you always looking at – like the career that you're in, right, or that you were in, no, like, or no, no, I had no clue what I wanted to do, okay. <laughs> and I that's... didn't have really a clue. Uh, I still don't have a clue what I want to do. That's why I do a lot of different things. Okay, that's okay. But you know, it's yeah. okay if you're one of those folks, and there's a lot of them 
that know what they want to do at a really early age and they go for it and they, they, they follow that path and they're really good at it and they enjoy it. And that's good too. That's cool too. But, mm-hmm. you know, in this day and age with all the changing technologies and, and, and the industries and jobs, um, uh, you know, you've got to be flexible too, because in the yeah. past you could, you could sign up for something and think you're going to do work at a certain company or do something, a certain thing for many, many years, but you know, now, no, not always. Yeah. And then I think one more big thing I have <clears throat> for you is how did COVID kind of change everything for you? Did it kind of throw a wrench in a lot of what you were doing? No, it really didn't. I'm one of those few people. I was, uh, I, I, I'm fairly secure financially. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, I'm older and I'm not really that social of a person, you know, I, and I really feel, I felt for the young people and then other people that really have, I had, uh, struggles and issues. Um, mm-hmm. I also then was working at Lowe's and I loved it. I actually, back in the day, I was a paying contractor, but I, when I moved back to Iowa city, I realized, well, I know paint. So I went and learned the wonderful world of retail. And so I was just part-time working in the paint department. Um, and so that allowed me still to sort of get out a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I would just work my register and still uh, allowed me that. And I don't have a whole lot of friends and family that I need to, need to necessarily to be with or around. And I'm kind of a private person anyway. And I just decided to uh, make the best of it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, with everything uh, related. And I learned, uh, I really honed my cooking skills and I now bake artesian breads. And I just, you know, I worked on myself and sometimes it's okay to do that too. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, so. And uh, And we all love the senior center for especially all these Zoom classes now. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you're pretty social. Oh, no, I, I am, but I, I still need a lot of my own time, if you know what I'm saying. So. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. What did you want to do as a kid? Did you want to, like, what was your, what were you looking at doing? Uh, what did I want to do as a kid? And uh, a really good interviewing technique is to have the person repeat the question, and I haven't been repeating the question. But what did I want to do as a okay. kid? Uh uh, actually, uh, I, I, I love sports growing up, so I wanted to be a professional baseball player <laughs> initially. Uh, and actually I sort of also, uh, believe it or not, uh, people told me I would make a good lawyer. So while there, I thought about being a lawyer, but really mostly I just wanted to, um, when I was very young, uh, be a, be a baseball player. But then when I got older into high school, I realized that dream wasn't going to come true. I went ahead and thought about other stuff. And uh, so uh, I'm kind of uh, uh, somewhat business oriented and independent. So I I really want it. And I knew I'd want to kind of run my own business and have my own business, which I did for many years. Okay. And what was that with? Actually, I was a painting contractor. And okay. that, uh, very hands-on. Um, and it, it was one of those things where uh, lots of satisfaction in uh, taking, uh, working with uh, customers, residential, co- uh, commercial, all kinds of folks. 
uh, and, you know, seeing through the project from beginning to end. Um, and yeah, mm -hmm. so for sure. And then growing up, or I guess still now, are you close to your family? Uh, I am. That's why one of the reasons why I moved back to Iowa City. Uh, I've got two brothers that live here in Coralville um, mm -hmm. and other old friends. Uh, my mom and dad, of course, have passed away. And, and that, my brothers are the only two siblings left. Um, but I actually, uh, my, my older sister did pass away early or last April uh, oh. when all the COVID-19 stuff was going on, which wasn't the best. So we're probably going to do a, a, a memorial service, hopefully this summer. But uh, she had a good life and a, and a long life. And is what that actually opened up for me because I, I've never been married and I don't have kids, but it opened up for me connections to my cousins and my nephew and other family. Mm -hmm. And that, that's been really, really good. Um, yeah, for sure. And uh, my, my uh, favorite nephew uh, was in the UK and had all the issues going, coming back to the States with him and his wife, who's a French Canadian. And, but they're back in Ann Arbor now. Uh, because uh -huh. they were able to get back and he's thinking now he's going to, they're going to stay here, which is great because I've got, um, I've got uncle, my sister moved there. Uh, and then I got uncle and other cousins there in Ann Arbor. So I'm going to be spending some time in Ann Arbor and Ipsy this summer. Once all the COVID stuff settles down and hopefully most of us will be vaccinated. by them. So, yeah. yeah. And have you been vaccinated yet? No, I'm not. Although it has opened up for folks 65 years and older. And that's one of the, on my list to do today to check out. Evidently some of the pharmacies uh, may have access now to some, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know my grandma's getting vaccinated today or she's oh. supposed to, cool. or maybe yesterday. I, I would is, hope it would be yesterday. So in Arizona, are you, is your family all in Arizona or are they all over? No, they're actually, no, we're actually pretty much all here. Okay. Um, my dad moved down to Arizona to, um, one of his best friends moved down there. So he also moved. And um, so that's how he, I, I think he, now I'm getting this story all fuzzy. I think um, my parents met here and then, my dad moved down there and then it was like a long distance thing. Mm -hmm. And then my mom ended up moving down there. And so then they had me and they weren't from there, but, and then, you know, they came back here to raise me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no one really, no, no family really is down there. Although I do have a grandma that lives in New Mexico sometimes <laughs> she has two places she lives here and new mexico which is kind of still insane because she's like 72 and having and living two places but i guess what works for her absolutely where where in new mexico <laughs> albuquerque oh cool i've been there better call saul you guys into better call saul or breaking bad um, it's my favorite show right now it's better call Saul I'm on season five I've been binging it is tremendous anyway it's it said in Albuquerque oh okay 
Yeah, the, I'm, apparently the mountains are beautiful. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't remember. I know I've gone down there a couple times, but I can't remember it. Yeah, that was one of the perks I had when I was doing all those research gigs was they would fly us to all these exotic cities across the country to do training, and they'd pay us, and we'd get per diem. Albuquerque is one of those spots. Uh, I spent mm -hmm. a, 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 more than a week there in Albuquerque a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go back down there, or back down to Arizona to see what it was like. I moved here when I was like one or two, so mm -hmm. I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, are we going till 940? Did you say for the, okay. Let's see. What else do I have to ask you? I can't remember. There was one thing. Oh, I was going to ask you, was there any like major events that changed your life as a, like as a kid going through school or younger? Hmm. As a kid? Like way back when? No. Um, well, sort of, but I was so young and it was like, it, it wasn't happening. My, my dad had a very serious, uh, um, when I was like, I would have been only nine. And of course they sealed us, but he ended up in intensive care uh, because he got exposed to a, a horrible bunch of chemicals um, at a job site. And he, he should have died. Uh, they, they couldn't believe that he lived through it. And I really, it's like, it's one of those deals I really didn't know how serious it was and whatnot. But that event, you know, I mean, I couldn't even imagine, you know, if my dad would have passed away at that early age. But that was something good that happened that I didn't even know was happening. And even back there in the 60s, you know, that was modern medicine. They somehow, they, they got him through it. And he lived a pretty good long life. He lived till he was almost 80. So that's amazing. That's that. Wow. Hmm. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, have you met anyone super interesting? Who's the most interesting person you've ever met? Ever met? Ooh, that's a good question. Actually, you know, I find, um, most people are interesting because I'm very curious. <laughs> and I think people have really great stories and great lives. <laughs> and sometimes we forget about it. Um, actually, one of the most interesting people I, I've ever met was here in uh, Coralville uh, back a few years ago. You know, I, I, I hooked up with the senior center because of uh, uh, the work they do with video. But then I also, uh, checked in with uh, some private folks who did video and PATV. I don't think they're around anymore and went to Coral Vision. And the guy that was running Coral Vision at the time named Eric is one of the most fascinating and intelligent persons I've ever met. And I volunteered and worked there for a while. And then he said, Hey, Chris, uh, I think I can hire you. So he hired me at the wonderful hourly rate of $11 an hour, but I didn't care. I just love to do the work, but then yeah. it, 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 unfortunately, uh, Eric's boss, uh, they had kind of a falling out and he tried to get it, work something out to stay working and doing Coral Vision, but it didn't. So he had to leave and he works now at ACT. 
okay. but I'll tell you what, that guy, he ran Coral Vision for almost 10 years and every person I've ever met that n- ran into him or knew him at, in Coralville at, at, at city hall, they said the same thing. This guy is an amazing human being. So kind and compassionate, but he's smart. And we shared a bunch of the same interests, but he, he grew awesome. up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, although he didn't have an accent, but he came to oh, Iowa wow. to pursue a PhD in anthropology. Huh. And he almost completed the program, but then realized he didn't, he wanted to do something else with his life. So that's a good example of someone that, Hey, you can change your mind and change your career uh, just like that. It's okay to do. Yeah. And then I think one, I think we're almost um, to the halfway point, but one more thing. Do you have any advice for my generation? <clears throat> uh, wow. Yeah, I got lots of advice. How much time do you got? <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, one thing is don't trust anybody over 30. <laughs> you know, that, that was our mantra back in the day. It's like, don't trust anybody over 30. Now it's like, don't trust anybody under 30. Now, that's not yeah. a good advice at all. No, all I can tell you is, um, uh, you know, um, you got a, a lot of life ahead of you. Um, and I'm going to ask you a few questions about how COVID-19 has affected you. But I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. out of these times in this pandemic, I got a feeling we are all going to do uh, wonderful things are going to happen in more ways than one. So just mm-hmm. look forward. Um, and uh, again, uh, go with your heart and go with your gut, especially your gut. Because over the years, I found, you know, you try and you were making a decision or you kind of were wondering, should I go with this or do this? And if you got a really queasy feeling in your stomach about it, your stomach's telling you something. So sort of listen mm-hmm. to your own self. And that, and, and it's okay to listen to others that are wise and learned or experienced. But there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, you don't, you just forget about it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. trust yourself. Yeah, that's good advice. Thank you. The first question, it is COVID-19 related. But, uh, you know, um, I think uh, one of the things that uh, is so important to us um, to get along and to enjoy life are these four things. And then I want you to tell me um, a little bit about how these things may have allowed you to cope with COVID-19. And these are music, dance, art, and laughter. Yeah, I was going to say that's very interesting that you said those four things because they're like completely spot on with what helps me get through this. So, um, yeah, music. I do show choir at City, if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, dancing and singing is really fun, Um, especially with all my great friends that I have there. And... So, yeah, that's something to look forward to, to be a little bit social, at least during, I mean, we dance in the cafeteria, we try to distance like the full six feet apart with a mask. So Mm -hmm. we're dancing with a mask on and it's really tiring, but 
it's what you have to do to you know to do that and then i also like singing i play piano um i've been playing for like eight years maybe um yeah i love it and then you said art um i do a lot of i took a class at i've always been into art and hobbies and stuff and so i took a class an elective at city my freshman year and it was glass so stained glass and then like mosaics and stuff and i really ended up liking that a lot mm-hmm. and so i started doing um stained glass stuff at home um so i've been doing that lately when i can and i've actually been selling some of it i've made like 340 dollars in- oh, good for you there you go yeah Absolutely. it's nice um so that's been really fun and it's been i mean like all my stuff is at home so i don't really have to go anywhere mm-hmm. to anything <clears throat> and then laughter um i love laughter i love making people laugh and so yeah i have a lot of good friends and good family that you know have allowed me to laugh a lot Mm-hmm. during this time and have allowed me to make them laugh a lot. So let me ask you this. Are you guys back in school physically now or what's going on there? And and did you Zoom everything all online last year? So last year... How did year that got, work out for you? Yeah, last year we got cut off in the third trimester. So we went online for... Well, we had options. You could You could say like... I already have an A or a B or whatever I want in this class. Like, I'm just, I'm done. That's my final, like, that's fine. I'll just not do anything else. Or you could do a pass-fail option, so not for a letter grade. Mm -hmm. And then you could also, this is what I did, just keep going on Zoom and then just continue normally, but but online, I guess, so that's what I did. And then this year there's always been a hybrid option. And so kids go for two to three days every other Wednesday. So they're, so the days are even then. So there are two groups, the A group and the B group that go. um, The A group goes on Monday, Tuesday, and every other Wednesday. And then the B group goes on the other Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So that was an option. I stayed online because of COVID and yeah. So, but now there's no hybrid option because the governor made a, a, I think passed a bill that said like, you have to offer in-person school only or online. So have you guys started yet back after the break or or, uh, not yet? After winter break? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been back for a while. Okay, so um, you told me a little bit, or you asked me about the college application uh, process and how that went for me. Obviously, you you're, you must be thinking about college. What are some of your plans for the future? Uh, what, yeah. what are you hoping to do once you graduate from high school? And, well, I've and, always and, wanted to be a teacher, so mm-hmm. and I do like math, so... I want to be a math teacher right now, but that could change. I don't know. 
Um, so yeah. And then I love art still. So, I mean, maybe that's a side thing I can do. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah well, the options are there for you. <laughs> so I'm going to go to a couple of these questions that, um, uh, the folks at Gen Stories so kindly uh, shared with us because some are really good questions. <laughs> One is just if you could have a superpower, especially in these times in COVID-19, what would that superpower be and how would you use it? I, I don't know. It seems really fun to fly, to be able to fly. So either to fly or like to teleport, that'd be really cool. But um yeah, I think flying would be super fun. And I would just, you know, I don't know, pull out my wings or whatever and just, like, fly to wherever I wanted to go so I don't have to drive there or whatever. So that leads me to my next question, then. Um, where are some of the uh, interesting places you visited or traveled to? And what are some of the places you hope to travel to? And maybe, you know just by flying there on your own? Yeah, I haven't been out of the U.S., so I haven't been a ton of places, but um, I've been to Arizona, and then Chicago is really fun. Um, and then I've been to Florida to visit fr uh, family, friends. Um, and then we do have family, friends in Colorado, which I'd like to go to but I haven't really ever stayed there for a vacation. Um, <clears throat> and then I think I've, I've no, I think I'm pretty positive. I've been to Minnesota and then we have some family in, well, my uncles are in Wisconsin or my uncle and his partner. Um, so yeah, I can't remember what else. I feel like I've been other places, but mm -hmm. not too many. Actually, I'm getting ready to renew my passport, get a passport. Mine expired. And once the COVID-19 expires, I actually have met a few people um, here in COVID. One, uh, one new friend lives in Brazil, so I'm hoping to visit Brazil sometime. Wow. So uh, one of the things, a passport's only 110 bucks. And maybe you could, like, depending on what college you do, I really uh, think a great way to learn and to be educated is through travel and meeting yeah, other people. I would like to see other places. That sounds fun. Um, yeah. Although I am very like comfortable here at home. So it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to go out and like mm -hmm. be somewhere completely different and new, but I don't know. So uh, you told me that you've got a pretty, um, Rich and, 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 and good life now as a, a young person in high school, as a junior, and you, um, yeah. you, uh, you're, you've got the music and the dance. What are, do you have any other hobbies that are kind of completely different from that? Um, uh, hobbies that um, you can tell, tell us about? Yeah. So I'm into stained glass stuff. I like that a lot. Um, I told you about that though. Um, mm -hmm. And then I run culinary club at City High with my friend. Um, so, and she's more of the like main person, <laughs> but we just, 
it's it's a very small club we just go every tuesday and cook something and eat it and have fun and then go home so um that's fun and then i also help run dance marathon um and that's a like a mini of the university of iowa dance marathon so all Mm -hmm. of our money goes to the children's hospital and stuff and yeah i'm pretty passionate about that too because my sister had cancer and so we have always been a a dance marathon family we've always gone to dance marathon and so that's important to me um yeah there's more um i can't remember and well, uh, let me ask you tell me more about the dance marathon when normally is that and did COVID 19 like squash it this pa- probably this past year when's it coming up next yeah so we fundraise for most of the year and then we have a big event um which is usually a dance, but this year it's like a, it's just over zoom. We're having, it won't be too long, maybe a couple hours or an hour of just, you know, like our reveal, uh, we're going to reveal our total and have some family speakers talk. My mom's going to talk, um, and play a game and then that'll be it. But so, yeah, we would have a dance and some fun stuff, but not this year. Is it nor- it's normally in the winter, right? When it's like, there's not much else to do anyway. So it's a good thing to. Yeah. It's normally around this time. Mm-hmm. So um, we've talked about travel and things like that. Do you, um, uh, do you have a second, second language? Uh, are you into languages at all? Or, um, that or- I've taken, Sp- this is my fourth year of Spanish at city. So I intend to not, completely dropped that mm-hmm. after high school um plus i don't know spanish is a, i don't know it's a language that so many people speak here so it'd be nice to be proficient in that yeah that's that's a smart thing to do because i'll tell you what that opens up a lot of other possibilities for you if you become fluent in spanish it's like uh, job opportunities, opportunities with your music and dance, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So that is certainly something I took Spanish too. And then I traveled in Spain and Mexico, and then I forgot most of it, but I'm taking a Spanish class through the senior center now. So I'm going to try to remember some of it to become yeah. sort of fluent again. Yeah. It's difficult to learn it. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in, yeah right now i'm in like an ap class which i don't know if it's like a college course that's Mm -hmm. like a spanish college course i don't know it's definitely higher level it's like applying spanish and stuff and like ideas so it's not necessarily like learning the grammar and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. actually speaking it which is kind of hard but yeah So, um, you've told me a little bit about, uh, some of your plans. Um, uh, tell me something about a significant event that's happened in your, uh, short life that really sort of acted as something as a wake up call, or even though you're, you know, you don't necessarily need a wake up call this young or something that 
really sort of influenced you or directed you in a way um, that you would yeah. not have thought previous? So when I was seven, I think it was, um, this kind of goes along with the dance marathon thing, but my sister was diagnosed with brain cancer. And so that kind of, I mean, like, I don't remember everything very, like, I don't remember every single thing that happened on, like, during that time when we found out. But I do remember that day where we were in the hospital room and they told us. And so that was definitely a, like, a big thing. And it was very, like, a unique situation that not many people have ever had happened to them like it was a humongous tumor that was in her brain that was if you look at your fist it was like bigger than your fist in a two-year-old's wow. brain so i think it was the size of like a grapefruit or something so they didn't know what to do and not many like she's one of a handful of people in the whole world that's like, <laughs> had that type of that type of cancer so yeah she should not have made it either, but she's now 11 years old and this amazing little girl. So, wow. Yeah. So then you must be, uh, again, through your work with the dance marathon and raising money for like the children's hospital. Uh, what do you think, of, even though you don't like football, what do you think of that new tradition? Tell me, uh, oh, the way have you heard of that? Tell us about you. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. What's that? Tell us about what you know about uh, the, the football team. Yeah. So have you heard of like kid captains? No, I haven't. Tell me about that. So every, at every home game, they announce like a kid captain from that has been, that has had like pediatric cancer at the, at the university hospital. And they, kind of I think they announce them like on the field and stuff and kind of say a little bit of their story and so they have a select number of those every season and for some of them they're like there's one for every away game and there's one for every home game so the away game people kind of don't like they don't get to go on the field by themselves in front of the whole crowd you know so my sister was actually picked for one of those spots and she was, I think she was scheduled for an away game. So we went to the, one of the football games where all of the away game people got recognized or what or on the field. And so mm -hmm. that was fun. And then, yeah, with every game, they do the wave up to the hospital, which is really cool. We, we're staying in the hospital actually for, well, my sister had, I can't remember if it was for her. I think she had hip surgery because she fell and broke her hip too. So we were up there and during the football season and on like the, one of the top floors. And so we got to wave down to them too. So that was really special. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's it's a wonderful thing. And um they, you know, I'm a big football fan. And yeah. every time the announcers just talk about how great it is and it sits good pub for Iowa and UI hospitals and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't hate football. I just 
Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Have you had any fun today, Jake, with this? Yes. No, I like seeing, I, I mean, like right now you can't really meet a lot of people. So it's fun going to meet, especially people that aren't in your generation. It's interesting to see what, you know, their life is like. Um, so, yeah. So how'd you, how'd you end up volunteering for this or finding out about this? Yeah. So my friend that is runs culinary club with me actually just like mentioned it or whatever. And I was just like, Oh, that's really cool. And then she sent me the info and that's how it happened. All right. Well, I'm happy that you signed up because I really yeah. enjoyed speaking with you and talking with you. Yeah. It was nice talking to you too.